Several people have set out to count the promises in the Bible. They've come to a fairly close number, somewhere around 7,500 promises that God made to mankind in the Bible. That's an incredible number. Today, understanding the exceedingly great and precious promises of God. Hi, this is Robert Furrow, and welcome to Hot Topics. The comment section is open below. We would love to hear from you. When I was younger in the Lord, I was given a task to read my Bible daily with a pencil in my hand, to find things that spoke to me, to underline them, to circle them, to star them, to mark my Bible up. Then I was challenged while I was reading to find promises, underline them, and put a P in the margin next to it for promise. It was amazing how many promises that I found and how I was able to stop and focus on the fact that God has given us so many things that we might be able to walk in this world for his glory. Let's consider some of the promises and some of the things the Bible says about them. First, the scripture declares God will keep his promises. We would expect nothing less. God is good. God is loving. God is gracious. But listen to what it says in Numbers 23, 19. God is not a man that he should lie, nor the son of man that he should repent. Has he said and will not do? Or has he spoken and will he not make it good? So the question to us, is God not going to keep his promises? Of course he is. The Bible also says in Isaiah 55, 11, so shall my word be that goes forth from my mouth. It shall not return to me void, but it shall accomplish what I please, and it shall prosper in the thing for which I sent it out. What a great promise. God's word will not return back void. Everything he's spoken is out there for you and I to receive and to have in our lives. All 7,500 promises that God has made can be applied to us in some way. Now, the Bible tells us that the promises of God are exceedingly great and precious. Imagine that, exceedingly great and precious promises that belong to us. 2 Peter 1.4 says, By which you have been given exceedingly great and precious promises, that through these you may be partakers of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. In other words, God gave us these promises that we would walk in his presence, that we would receive his glory, that we would turn away from the world, that we would learn how to walk with him rather than stumbling along in this world. Now, let me give you a few examples of the kind of promises the Bible tells us. There are promises about rest. Jesus said, come unto me, all of you who are weary and heavy laden, and I'll give you rest. There's promises about help in a time of need. The Bible says that God is an ever-present help in a time of need. What a good promise for us to remember. The Bible also tells us that God always loves us. And the Bible tells us that God is always good and that God gives us peace. And he always answers our prayers. The Bible says, ask and you shall receive, seek and you will find, knock and the door will be open. The Bible tells us that he's always with us. Jesus said, lo, I am with you always, even until the end of the age. The Bible promises that God is kind and compassionate so we can approach him. The Bible says that all things work together for the good to those who love him, to those who are called according to his purpose. This doesn't mean bad things aren't going to happen to us, but that God's at work in each one of them to make them work together for the good. 
The Bible also promised us that God will strengthen us. When we feel weak and tired and weary, God will lift us up. The Bible also says that God will meet our needs, give us eternal life, and give us joy. These are just a few of the categories of the great promises that God has given us that are there for us to discover. Now, many of these promises are conditional. There are conditional and non-conditional promises. Conditional promises simply mean God says, do this and I will do that. This becomes a point of faith for us, that we would trust God enough to do what he says. Proverbs 3, 5, and 6 is an example of this. You may know it. Trust in the Lord with all of your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him, and he will direct your path. That's a conditional promise. Our part is to trust in the Lord with our heart. Lean not on our own understanding. Acknowledge him in our ways. His part to direct our paths. Another one is John 15, 7, where Jesus said, Abide in me, and my words abide in you, and you will ask what you desire, and it will be done for you. Again, what an incredible promise. Because if we walk in the world, if we don't abide in Christ and his word doesn't abide in us, our desires are going to be ungodly. But if we abide in Christ and his word abides in us, then we're going to find our desires changing and Jesus being able to answer them. Another conditional promise is found in James 4, 7. Therefore, submit to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. What a great promise that if we submit to God, resist the devil, he'll flee from us. We're also told in the Lord's Prayer that we would pray to be delivered from the evil one. Many of the promises in the Bible are not conditional. In other words, God's just going to do them. An example of this is found in Genesis 12, 7, where God says to Abraham, Then the Lord appeared to Abram and said, To your descendants I will give this land. And he built an altar to the Lord who had appeared to him. God promised he would do it. And Abraham built an altar. Abraham didn't have to do anything. He just heard God's promise and built an altar and worshiped God for his great promise that God would give him and his descendants that land. We're given a great unconditional promise in the Great Commission in Matthew 28, 20, where it says, teaching them to observe all things that I have commanded you, and lo, I am with you always, even until the end of the age. Amen. The promise is unconditional. He is with us always. Paul said in Acts 17, he is not far from any one of us. And that is even non-believers who can call on the name of God at any time and discover him and the promises that he gave. Then there's Romans 8, 38 and 39, which says, for I am persuaded that neither death nor life, nor angel, nor principalities, nor power, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor death, nor any other created thing shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Again, amazing that there's nothing that can separate me from the love of God. I might think the things that I have done or the things that I do might separate me from him, but nothing can separate us from his love because God has chosen to love us. The final thing I want to say about promises is the Bible tells us that we inherit the promises a certain way, that we inherit it by faith and patience. We must believe God, we must trust him, and we must have patience, which means the promises don't always come today. Sometimes they come later on, but we trust and believe it. And we're given all of these examples in the book of Hebrews on how people walked by faith. Listen to what it says in Hebrews 6, 12, that you do not become sluggish but imitate those who through faith and patience 
inherit the promises of God. Imitate those who through faith and patience inherited God's promises. It means we might be going through difficulties and we have to wait, but God will lift us up and we will soar if we have patience to trust in him. Now I wanna give you a resource for the promises of God. You can make your way through the Bible and you could underline and mark them if you would like to. That's a great way to make sure you're reading the Bible daily. And what a thing to search the Bible for the promises of God. But a good resource is David Wilkerson's book that was written a long time ago. I had it when I was a teenager, The Jesus Pocket Promise Book, 800 Promises from the Word of God. It's a small little book. You can put it by your bed. You can flip through it. You can read the promises that are there. What a good way to get God's word inside of you to see what his promises are, to know that we can walk in this world with the truth. I believe by doing so, we discover the life that God wants for us and we're able not to fall in the traps of this world. I hope that you discover the promises of God. God bless you. We'll see you next time on Hot Topics.